Good morning. Welcome once again to another exciting episode of the Career Growth Series. My name is Benedicta Busari. I'm a HR strategist and an advocacy consultant. So last week we talked about the four types of intelligence and I mentioned that I'll be going deeper into the emotional quotient this week. So today we're going to be talking about emotional quotient. So first of all, what what is emotional quotient? So according to Wikipedia, emotional quotient is the ability of individuals to recognize their own emotions and those of others. So if you're able to understand how to manage your emotions and also manage the emotions of other people, you are said to have a high emotional quotient. It's also the ability to discern between different feelings. You know, being able to use emotional information to guide your thinking and your behavior. Uh, A major part of emotional intelligence is having empathy. So empathy is the sign of being emotional intelligence because it means connecting your personal experiences with those of others. So if you come across somebody that has gone through, that is presently going through Uh, a situation that you had overcome in the past you tend to be more empathetic towards that person uh, because you understand what the person is going through so um, a lot of multinational organizations for example Johnson & Johnson they've identified that most of their high performers were mostly those that displayed a high emotional intelligence and a lot of studies have also shown that 90% of high performers in the workplace possess a high emotional quotient, while 80% of the low performers have low emotional quotient. So you can see that having emotional quotient is very, very important. So now let's look at the ways you can develop your emotional quotient. And I'm going to be giving you five major ways that you can develop it. So number one is manage your negative emotions. This reduces the likelihood of you becoming overwhelmed. You know, we we get overwhelmed with different things that happen both at the workplace or in our personal lives, but we need to learn how to manage our emotions. So instead of jumping to conclusions about an issue or getting unnecessarily upset, Look at it objectively from different angles and ask yourself certain questions. You understand? So that you can be positive in your thinking and you can eradicate any form of negative emotions that might want to portray you in a negative light. Because at the end of the day, your actions will determine how people see you, how people portray you to be. So number two is be mindful of your vocabulary. Develop yourself to be a strong communicator. Both in the workplace, at home, in the church, in the mosque, anywhere you find yourself. Develop your communication skills. Use more specific words to communicate your message in a way that it doesn't cause offense to others. So be mindful of the things that come out of your mouth. A lot of people um, tend to be rude and insultive all in the name of trying to be funny or trying to play a prank. 
But at the end of the day, your words and actions is affecting somebody else negatively. And if you're somebody with a high emotional intelligence, you are concerned about how other people feel. So you're managing your emotions, you're managing the emotions of the other person. So you need to be mindful of the things that you say. So number three, practice empathy. I'd mentioned uh, empathy earlier. So you need to be conscious of your communication as well to be empathetic. You need to understand feelings of those around you. Put yourself in the other person's shoes, even if it's just for a moment. This thing this person is going through, if I was the one going through this thing, how would I react? How would I behave? So you are more understanding towards the person's reactions and you can better advise. But please take note that this you know, doesn't mean that you should excuse unacceptable behavior. You know people that snap once in a while because they are going through one thing or the other. That is not their usual behavior. So if somebody does that, you as a manager will know, oh, there must be something wrong with her or there must be something wrong with him. He usually doesn't behave this way. Then you can have a conversation with the person to be able to get to the you know, to the to the root of the problem and nip it in the bud. So number four, know your stressors. Know the things that stress you out. So that you can be pro- proactive about managing them or eliminating them completely. If you know that um, being around certain people stress you out, do you have to be around them? Fine, we know in the workplace you can't really decide who you have to work with or who you have to, you know, do certain things with. In that case, if you cannot eliminate, you know, being around them completely, you can manage it you have to learn how to manage it so if it is to you know sing a soothing song in your head when that that um, um, conversation is going on and just just distress because at the end of the day your health both physical and mental is also very important so the last which is number five is bounce back from adversity you need to learn how to manage and develop how you react to challenging situations this will either set you up for success or put you on a track to a meltdown and we all know that meltdowns do not look good on anybody so always practice positive thinking and optimism Don't complain. Look for something constructive to take out of every situation. Even if your manager has criticized your work or criticized what you you do, look at that criticism constructively and pick out the things that you need to learn and do better going forward. So you need to remember that your ability to bounce back after a difficult situation is a test to your level of having a high EQ. You know, it's funny how each of these quotients are interwoven because um, number five is basically connected to having a a high adversity quotient. 
and the others are in one way or the other linked to your social and your intelligence quotient as well so they are all interrelated you cannot have one without having the other so i'm going to leave you with these parting words having a high eq will serve you well in your formal and informal relationships in the workplace and in all areas of your life so go out there and practice high eq and i'd like to you know hear from you on how this has impacted your work and your relationships positively thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day